It's still dangerous in many places to publicly acknowledge your faith in Christ. So, so believers would find ways, like for instance, they would draw half of a fish, the sign of a fish you see. They would draw half the sign of a fish and the other believer would fill it in and they would know that they were brothers and sisters in Christ. This was one of the ways that people would identify themselves to one another as well. Someone would say, he is risen and back would come, he is risen indeed. And it is so good to see brothers and sisters that we have never met before worshiping with us here today. We are delighted that you are here. Every year on Easter, we seek to have a resurrection story. When Jesus was raised from the dead, everything, everything in the entire world changed. Death became life, old became new. And when someone comes to Jesus Christ or, the, or, or returns to Christ when they have been away, then the Lord radically changes those lives. And we have such a story this morning with Sean and Stephanie Sizemore. They're up here uh, on the sofa. And I'm going to grill them a little bit. And probably some of you don't know uh, Sean and Stephanie. Uh, their son Dylan could be a multimillionaire by the time he's 20 if he would sell the salsa that he makes. We've had some of that homemade salsa some. But Stephanie and Sean, we're delighted that you are here. Tell us a little bit, and you can, whoever wants to can go first. Tell us a little bit about how you grow, uh, grew up. Were you in church, out of church? What's the story on that? I grew up Pentecostal. Dave mentioned the lady with the tambourine in the church. I'm like, that was my church. <laughs> <laughs> so can someone get a tambourine? So. Yeah, yeah. Very active church. Um, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night service. Just my parents. Alright. <laughs> um, you know, we went all the time. And you know, being a teenager is like, oh, church again, church again. So it wasn't but, something you look forward to necessarily. It, you weren't like these teenagers sitting on the front right, row. No, no, no. Okay. no. <laughs> so the pastor did not spit on you during the service, <laughs> during the message. Yeah. We we sat on the side of the church up front, but I was still involved in the youth group, but it was kind of routine. Right. It was routine, just going through the motions. How about you, Stephanie? Did you grow up in church? No, I didn't. My story is totally different. The only time I went to church was when grandparents came to town and we were forced to go to church. So you grow up just scared of church, um, disliking it because that's the only time you went. Um, except when I was um, about 20, I went and lived with my grandparents. Long story behind that, but went and lived with my grandparents. And they were very involved in the church. Um, and and, and the, they were some of the only ones in your family involved in the church, Well, right? we were military. We okay. lived all over. Um, and my mom and my dad, my dad claimed to be atheist. Um, luckily now, it's totally different, but he claimed to be atheist. And um, when we, I had to live with my grandparents, and my aunts and uncle and everybody were involved in the church. But my grandparents, um, my grandfather was a deacon, my grandmother was a secretary, and the pianist and it was southern baptist so you know you stand up and you sing a little bit you sit down and then the preacher preaches and yells and screams and then you stand up and sing a song and and um they invited me to church when i went and lived with them they said you know we're going to church tomorrow morning sunday school's at nine thirty. church is at 10 you're welcome to come if you don't want to it's okay didn't know anybody and i decided i'd go ahead and give it a try and then a couple weeks later they had revival and i was saved and Baptized Easter Sunday, 1990. Amen. Easter 
Sunday. What a great day to come to Christ. How about you, Sean? When did you, uh, would you say you trusted Christ? About the late 80s, 88, 87. And then when I graduated, you know, I had the world in the palm of my hand, so away from Christ I went. And so both of you guys were uh, not really walking closely with Jesus for a long time, were you? Yeah, since... Since the late 80s. 1990, for, really, for me, until yeah. a year ago this Mother's Day. Well, what, what was it, uh, what, what, what were some of the circumstances that led up to a year ago Mother's Day? Just little Steph started hitting around, I want to go to church, and I was like, there's the keys. <laughs> go, I'm not ready. <laughs> I mean, I, I, when I was a youth, I mean, when I, I, we called it backslid back in the day. I remember communion coming around, and it's like, you know what, I'm not right. And I just pass it on. I wouldn't even partake in it because it's such a special thing. Um, after I was baptized, I separated from the church. You know, you, if you don't stay active, you lose it. Well, and you didn't really have anybody no. helping you and Mm-mm. checking on you and right. discipling you. Exactly. Um, but we got married, and we moved into the house on Sherman Road. And there's this couple across the street from us. And we kind of grew up together as far as being married because they had a baby, we had a baby. We had a baby, they had a baby. It was, must have been in the water. But <laughs> for 10 years... This, this was a, a bit of an odd couple. A very odd. Yeah. Very strange couple. Now, <laughs> um, the cold breast, if anybody doesn't know the cold breast. <laughs> they lived across the street from us. And for 10 years, it was... We're having a special on Easter Sunday if you'd like to come. Christmas, we're having a special for the kids if you'd like to come. We're having home group if you'd like to come. Not pushing at all, but just constantly inviting us, opening the door. And this couple, just over the 10 years, this is a Christian family. This is a Christian man. This is a Christian woman. This is who I want to be. So a couple years ago, you know, like Sean said, Sean, let's go to church. Kids, let's go to church. It was a fight. For three years, it was a fight to get them. The kids even no, don't want to whine, fuss, scream, kick. Sean got laid off last year, the Wednesday before Mother's Day. And he woke up Thursday morning and he goes, we're going to church. And there's no question from the kids. There's no question from anybody. We're going to church. And almost every day since then, we've been here. Amen. And, and you came to grace because of? Because of the cold press. <laughs> well, that's part of it. You know, we, over the years, we had tried one or two churches, but we never felt comfortable. We never felt welcome. But the second we walked through grace from the Money Pennies, the Kennedys, from everybody, as soon as we walked through the door, we just felt welcome. We felt a part of I mean, you know. I'm sure some of you walked to a church and gone inside and just stared at, you know, why are you here? It wasn't like that here. Sean's really not outgoing and doesn't, but he always looked forward. The first few weekends we were coming, I want to go. I want to see these people. I want to talk to these people because he felt so welcome. Amen. And I'm certain that part of that was uh, the the people that you found so welcoming, but it was also Jesus drawing you to himself. So, So you turn your lives back over to Jesus Christ last year. Was it, you said Mother's Day. Was that the first day you came here? And was that the day, or was that the second week you were here, I believe? That was the first week. First week? Uh-huh. On a regular basis. We you, 
visited over the years now and again, but that was the beginning of the new life. And you said this is, all right, new direction, resurrection kind of power all of a sudden flooding your life. So what's been different since then? We pray a lot more <laughs> before school, when the kids go to bed. I mean, I don't have road rage anymore. <laughs> I, I, first time someone cuts me okay, off. Okay, now I'm what like, was that prayer again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I when I get cut off, I'm just like, oh, Lord Jesus. And then I just calm. So, I mean, I, I, I think of him in all my situations now. And for me... When we started coming to church, okay, we used to listen to the rock and roll and everything, but Sean started listening to Christian music constantly, and I'm thinking, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can flip the switch, forget the past, and start this completely. But I find myself going to work, and instead of listening to some of those other channels, hitting for one of the Christian radio stations. And to see, now I'm going to get teary, um, to see this through my children, is just incredible. Dylan, my 10-year-old, he's on the first day of school. I've done good. First day of school, when they have the brown bag and they have to put items in there that people have to guess who they are. Okay, he's very into military history, etc. But he put a cross necklace because he wants to know he's a Christian. And every morning he wakes up, he goes, Mom, do I have a Christian shirt to wear? Because he wants to spread the word. And Aiden took his child's Bible to school right before Christmas. And in schools, you know, they don't allow the teachers to talk. But he read the story of baby Jesus to the class because he wants to share. And Dylan, every day, he says, Mom, I do pray at school. I do pray at lunch. And, you know, sometimes you think, yeah, right. But we'll be in a restaurant. We'll sit down for lunch or dinner or whatever. He closes his eyes and he prays. There's no doubt in my mind that he's doing at school. Amen. And, and what are you doing to maintain that walk with Christ? You've already talked about prayer. You're here every chance you can be. What else? Home group. Home group. <laughs> it, what kind of difference does home group make in your lives? I like because we get more in detail. I mean, there's a lot to learn. <laughs> and, you know, Scott was talking about this morning about our need for connection with each other. And not only for this to be a place of what's up, how you doing, what's been going on, but to connect with your relationship with Jesus, to become one in the body. And that's exactly what happens. Well, thank you so much, Sean and Stephanie. We appreciate your willingness to come up here. And thank you. you know, there are a couple of things that are very evident to me with Sean and Stephanie's relationship with Christ. It's not fireworks. It's just steady. See, it doesn't always have to be fireworks. I tend to be an emotional person. So it was fireworks with me, you know, when I got saved and right afterwards. But it does not have to be. Also, uh, Stephanie, from what I know of her, what a godly lady, does not strike me as a shy reposing kind of type of person. And yet Sean is clearly the spiritual leader. He's the man that God has called him to be in that home. So what a blessing to hear their story. And you know, uh, we didn't really talk about this. Uh, this past week, Allison and I were, 
We're in Florida, lapping up the sun down there. I don't like Florida unless I'm on vacation. Well, that's the only time I've ever... Well, no, I've been there on business quite a bit. But I like to visit, but not to stay. Um, <clears throat> so we didn't get as much chance to interact as, as I would like to have. I think so many times, it, it, it was in my case, not sure if this was true for uh, Sean and Stephanie or not, but I rededicated my life when I was 18 years old because I had made a profession when I was 8 or 9, somewhere along in there. I, as I look back now, I am convinced that I was saved when I was 18 years old. Who cares? really doesn't matter. Satan sometimes will take those kinds of thoughts and, and use them to make you question whether or not your relationship was real at one point or when it was real, and then you get all kinds of things going on in your mind. What is important in your life is, is, is the truth of 1 John 5, 1. The one who is believing that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. If you are believing, if your trust and faith is in Christ, you belong to Him. doesn't matter when it happened. 